Welcome, one and all, to the third episode of Explode When Defeated Presents Discuss All Monsters. Uh, yes, hey, uh, I'm I'm Nikki. I do the Explode When Defeated, uh, the YouTube channel, with all those tokusatsu video essays where I talk about t the TV shows in, in great uh, long fashion. Uh, but here, uh, we're going to be talking about Godzilla and its associated monsters all the stuff by toho because that is not currently covered by what i do on uh explode when defeated and i think that it would be best served in a podcast format so that's why you're here instead of on a video essay <laughs> about this right now yes i agree and that is why this is our third episode so we've already done one on the first godzilla movie we've actually done two on the first Godzilla movie or it was, Gojira. It was a big, big movie. Big movie. Oh, we, yeah. had to, we had to take two episodes for it. Uh, and both yeah. were about an hour long, so <laughs> it was a lot of content. This one will not be as long and it won't be as in-depth, uh, but we are going to try to do justice to this movie the best that we can uh, because it's a little movie that could, and what movie is that? But Godzilla Raids Again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, or known and colloquially in Japan, Gojira no Gyakushu, or Godzilla's counterattack, in America as Gigantus the Fire Monster. What the fuck? <laughs> in France as the Return of Godzilla. That makes sense. Yeah. In Germany, Godzilla Returns, very similar. <laughs> in Spain is the King of the Monsters, not to be confused with Godzilla king of the monsters the american version of the first movie right yeah and then in yugoslavia it's godzilla the sea monster also not to be confused with godzilla versus the sea monster which will be a later movie yeah so you know that's the sea monster is such a weird fucking subtitle <laughs> for this uh and, and, and but but it i feel like gigantus the fire monster really takes the cake here um because yeah, like, what I, okay. the fuck? Yeah. So this is the second in the whole Toho extended universe of monster movies that yeah. uh you know went on throughout the whole Showa era. And uh this one, you know, is a little bit kind of not necessarily reviled, but definitely uh, poo-pooed by the fan base as a whole. Yeah. Uh so Nikki, why don't you talk about what is your overall impression of the movie before we get into the history of everything yeah my overall impression before i watched the movie or just uh, in general um, just you know uh, well before i watched the movie i knew nothing i'd never seen this before we watched uh for this for this podcast it, it's that's good it, it's it's a very uh again it's looked over uh, uh i for a very long time i considered that uh, Gojira was just the only black and white Godzilla movie, but this is, there is there is a second, and it is the mm -hmm. second one. And uh, but yeah, overall for this uh, this film, it's it's really not bad. Uh, it's weird. It has uh, plotting and 
pacing issues like really badly but it's overall like it really is uh, uh there's some really good stuff in it uh but but it, yeah. is, it is it is less densely packed with good stuff at the, as the original like you compare anything to the original and it's gonna pale right uh but uh, so i do think it's it is unfair to to compare this to the original film but if you if you look at it as more of just a general monster movie and it stands up it's pretty good uh there there are some things about it that we'll get into that i think make it a pretty good monster movie uh compared yeah. to, to other you know science fiction movies of its ilk uh but uh why what do you think about it? oh what i think about it well uh, i originally watched the movie back probably a decade ago yeah uh, or more maybe uh back when i first got my first personal computer that isn't just a shared computer around the house and yes that was a a thing at one point yeah yeah we are Uh, both we are both of that age uh the family computer yeah and uh when i first got that i was like i am going to use the power of BitTorrent to download all the godzilla movies i haven't seen at that point yeah i was trying to collect them all i had a ton on dvd i had a bunch on vhs and i was trying to watch them all so i filled in the gaps that way uh gigantus the fire monster or godzilla raids again was one that always eluded my grasp and uh i think now the dvd for that one is like obscenely expensive Uh, so it's just going to continue to elude my grasp physically uh until i get the criterion collection until (laughs) or i already have it no right depending on what you hear this we have it yes. in our graphs, in our hands, and we can we can ah, tell ooh. you about it. Mm, wow, what a great collection we have here! Look at all this yeah, art. Mm, wow, yeah. wow, woo! Uh, but yeah, no, thank you, Criterion. Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna whisper into the ether. Maybe you should give us uh, some review copies or something. I don't know. <laughs> if you, oh, if you yeah, really want, it's a, uh, or if we already have it, then you know, uh, a second one wouldn't hurt. I wouldn't turn it down. Yeah. But <laughs> I put it. On on the like little shelf and with the like spotlight right, yeah. on it and everything so that'd be awesome but um so yeah. when i watched it originally i was of the opinion that i was like okay this is just like a more boring version of the first movie uh but watching it again recently probably like five years ago i was like no this movie has its value and then watching yeah. it again for this episode i've realized it has its value and it's boring. So <laughs> I've come yeah. to that conclusion, but I do think that it is an interesting movie. And yeah. uh, I think that this history segment is going to be a lot shorter, a lot shorter. It's not going to be a whole episode. It's going to be very brief because honestly, right. there is not that much. Uh, there, there, the there wasn't a lot of time physically like between the two movies so yes yeah. so there wasn't enough time for like history all of the important cultural stuff was already kind of like shouldered by the original yeah uh so all that groundwork is laid and when we get into the actual discussion of the movie it is going to be not in a linear fashion like with the first movie it'll be more of a uh we'll just kind of go with the whim of it um because this is not a movie that needs to be like walked through necessarily. There's just like key moments and things about it that we're going to talk. About. Yeah, you you don't need a magnifying glass to see to see what what makes this movie tick. You know, it, it's not it, it's it's 
it, it doesn't really hide itself very much. So it's, yeah. it's, it's very easy to kind of talk about and, and kind of talk about freely instead of having to extrapolate on all the, on what different scenes mean and everything like that. Like we did with the first two episodes, please watch those. Those are good. I'm really yeah. happy with them. So yeah. With the original, it was such a huge hit that Toho produced a sequel within six months, less than six months after the first one, they conceived and produced this entire sequel and then released it. The that budget was nice. four times the original, which shocked me because of how much worse it looked. That uh, that really fucking blindsided me. That That is quite the revelation that it costs that yeah. much. Yeah. Yes. So the original was approximately 175,000 US dollars, which is like frighteningly cheap. Uh, but it leads into statements that we talked about before in our previous episodes where uh, Japan was a nation of poverty at that point. So right. they probably did not have this amazing budget and everything about the movie, like all of the uh, art came from adversity, basically. Yeah. So that low budget kind of speaks to it. It's like, this is like a kickstarted movie, basically, you know, right, nowadays right. with $175,000. Yeah. And the budget for this one that we are talking about is 800000 So, yes, that is over four times the budget. That's insane. Yeah, that's... no, it's completely fucking nuts. That, that... Yeah, I mean, it's still a low budget compared to, like, the inflated budget of movies uh, today. But, like, <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> four times more money than the original produced in six months. Under six months. Yeah. So... That's completely it's just, nuts. Yeah. Yes. It was directed by Matsuyoshi Oda. His most distinguished credits being Lady from Hell, based off a Kurosawa script, and Tomei Ningen, a Japanese horror classic inspired by The Invisible Man. Godzilla Raids Again is the only film he made that it made it out of Japan. Yeah, uh, and uh, this is... This is something I just wanted to, to, to bring up here uh, with, with the director, because uh, you'll note that it is not Ishiro Honda. Uh, he he yes. done a, he done a lot of movies, uh, Oda. Uh, like, uh, Oda did a lot of movies for Toho. Uh, in fact, yes. I think uh, over over the course of his career, it was like over 50 movies he'd done. It's a, it was an insane number. But um, the... Uh, you can tell that it's not Ishiro Honda. Not not to be mean to this guy. Uh, right, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure he's made some really great work. And I uh, honestly, just hearing about Lady from Hell, I really want to watch Lady from Hell. But right, yeah. uh, but but Oda is 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 he? I don't think he had the uh, the attention to detail that that Honda did because, uh, like you said, we were shocked about the budget because this movie does look appreciably worse than the original Godzilla. And I think yes. and I think that is because there's there's a bit less. Uh, I mean, the the miniatures and stuff like there's a lot of really great work. Superaya was still oh, yeah. on this movie, so that is none. But it, I think it, I think it is how the miniatures were filmed, how things were shot, how things were you know like how the lighting was done. Lots of different factors that would have contributed to this with a different director that's not a Shiro Honda, making it kind of look just a, a good bit worse than the original godzilla uh but still pretty good for its time it's, oh, a, yeah. it's as good as you can expect or better than you can expect like a regular sci-fi monster movie looking 
But in terms of like comparing it to the original Godzilla, it's unfair because that thing is a work of art, and Ishiro Honda shot the shit out of that movie with like, and it, it's it's so many so many like awesome, gorgeous, moody scenes and stuff. And there's a couple yeah. of those in this movie that I, I that I'll get into later. Uh, but it, it, it just generally it just does not look as good, and uh, unfortunately, I feel like Honda not being involved did take a hit for this movie because uh and i think the only reason why he wasn't involved is because he was busy filming something else so yes. it wasn't like he was like no i'm not gonna do godzilla and stuff he was definitely down like it's not like he you know yeah. it's not like he was like no you won't ruin my godzilla you got to get someone else to do it you know but no he was just like all right cool i'll do the check but he was just busy um so <laughs> it's just funny you could I feel like it's very easy to chalk it up to, to Honda being like, ah, oh, well, I have integrity. I will not do the sequel, the the the, the cynical sequel to my Godzilla movie <laughs> and stuff. But it's like, no, he was he was down. <laughs> it's it's, it's oh, just yeah. he was busy. He just it was scheduling conflicts. I mean, but, uh, come yeah. on. The, yeah. the first movie was made on such a frighteningly low budget, and it made just so much money. Oh my god, who wouldn't who wouldn't go back? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So obviously. Do not fault him uh, for that, and don't mm-hmm. fault him for you know having his own creative projects. But it is right. interesting to to point out that yeah. yes, he was he was not really the director of this movie. No, the suit uh, used this time around the uh, Yakushu Goji. If you want to <laughs> get all granular there, yeah, uh, was slimmed down dramatically from the previous two suits, which were you know. Uh, I don't know, a workplace hazard, uh, like detriment <laughs> to personal health, many terrible things to poor Haru Nakajima. Yeah. Uh, this one was slimmed down more and redesigned a bit with the uh, eyes were made a bit bigger and more expressive to be a little bit beadier uh, so you could they could be seen better. And uh, this is because the movie is going to involve a lot more intense action in it. Yeah. Because... This is the first movie in the series to feature a second monster for Godzilla to fight. Yeah! Namely, <laughs> namely Anguirus or Angilas, if you're spicy. Yeah, yeah this is uh, the first time Godzilla is versus anybody, but it's not the first time a movie is titled that. And in fact, the first time there's a versus movie, Godzilla's second build. And the second time there's a versus movie, Godzilla's second build. It isn't until much later that uh, Godzilla versus something is the title structure. Oh man. Yeah. It's, and it's such an iconic title structure too, that, uh, 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 that it's really funny that it takes so long to get there. Uh, And it wasn't just something that was so immediate, but uh, yeah, no, uh, Anguirus, what a legend. And he, and he's, he's shown up here. Uh, And so I'm so excited about it. Yes. He's a very long lasting monster. I mean, he's like, one of the more iconic ones. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't iconic enough to appear in the uh, new movie, I don't think, unless he did, and then I just didn't know. Oh. Uh, and, then we can, and then we can edit this part out, but... Uh, what, well, what, in King of the Monsters? No, he's not in King yes. of the Monsters. No. no. Okay. Yeah. I, I was hoping for it. I was I literally crossed yeah. my fingers as I was walking into the theater that Ingress would be in it, but he wasn't. Um, yeah. Um, so, sorry, spoilers Shame. for a movie that came out a few months ago, but you know whatever. Yeah. Don't um, worry, we'll talk about that in a few years yeah. uh, when we get to it. So yeah, yeah. don't worry about that. So it was uh, Katsumi Tezuka who did the suit acting for Angiris, 
and he was the secondary suit actor for Godzilla in the previous film uh, because it would be a cruel punishment to have Haru Nakajima do it 100% of the time. Yeah, uh, 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 though I will yeah. say it, it was still cruel because uh, I, yeah. something I didn't get to mention before uh, in the in the last episode, but it, it, it's it's relevant now, so I guess I will I'll mention it now. Tezuka's scenes where he that he shot for Godzilla actually all ended up being cut from the movie anyway. <laughs> so 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 Haru Nakajima is in in the movie as we have it. Haru Nakajima is the only one in the suit. But uh, Katsumi Tezuka was also in the suit and bore some of the weight, but it was for no reason. <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> it was his penance. Right. You know? Yeah, but but hey, now now he's angerous. Uh, what a wonderful yeah. that that suit also looks really uncomfortable. But uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, and it's so... on all fours at all times. So Ooh, boy. <laughs> yeah. that's like one of the first things I said to myself when I saw this. I was like, shit, man, uh... that that suit looks like a pain in the ass. Yeah, the fact that, like, oh, man, he has to put his hands and knees all over the, like, miniatures. It probably really hurts. It's like yeah. constantly stepping on Legos. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. He has, to, he has to walk on Legos for his job for, like, tired. So as you know, the uh, Gigantus, the fire monster, was the uh, Americanized version of it. However, there was a previous attempt to Americanize it uh, because, weird bit of trivia, Gigantus, the fire monster, came out in 59. So that was four years after this movie came out instead of just the two uh, between Gojira and uh, King of the Monsters. Not the Spain title for this movie, but King of the Monsters as in the American yeah don't worry this won't get confusing yeah (laughs) Uh, but so originally uh they were going to reproduce the suits and have them brought over to america and do an american like just straight up completely original movie called the volcano monster Mm -hmm. uh and it was going to involve a lot of the same plot elements involving like a a tyrannosaurus and an ankylosaurus fighting though i mean godzilla looks nothing like a tyrannosaurus so whatever uh but Sure, it was going yeah. to involve that, and uh, somehow that script, after that movie project died, got turned into Reptilicus by Ebe Melchior. And uh, if you're a fan of MST3K and have been watching the newer seasons that have come out, uh, you know that Reptilicus is the first movie that they talk about in their uh, new season. So if you've seen that, you know that movie, and you know how the fuck did this movie become that? Because <laughs> they're nothing alike. However, it happened. So, there you go. Oh, God. <laughs> it's fucking... But, yeah. but back on Gigantus the Fire Monster, uh, the only other really relevant bit of trivia that I want to bring up is the mm-hmm. fact that uh, George Takei had his first role 
in this movie uh, dubbing certain characters. Uh, I tried looking everywhere online to see what he, what specific character he dubbed, but I'm assuming it's just a bit role. Right. Uh, but either way, that's George Takei or uh, Sulu from Star Trek for all my Trekkies out there. Shouts out to the Trekkies. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's Trekkers. Get them the fuck out of here. Yeah, only the Trekkies. Here we go. <laughs> so wrap things up. Uh, the film did well or well enough in the box office. It is still, I believe, the 10th highest grossing film in Japan. Damn. Domestically. It's <laughs> like, but it didn't perform nearly as well as the original, which was like, you know, a revelation, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and it was a huge disappointment to, like, critically, uh, to a lot of fans, to a lot of critics and everything, because it just felt like a shallow, rushed sequel. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll get into it, that I think that, yes... That is true. However, there's still some value to this movie. Yeah. But Godzilla was then put on the shelf for seven years while he made other monster movies until King Kong vs. Godzilla, where he got second billing, as we said before. Yeah. Uh, uh, To King Kong. And I mean, I mean, come on, it's King Kong. But we'll get to that. It's King Kong. Yeah, we'll get to that movie, though. That one one is also a flawed, (laughs) flawed movie, but... (laughs) That'll be a lot of fun when we get to it. it, it it's, it's a it's a flawed uh, masterpiece, maybe, or or a flawed yeah. uh, or just a flawed, really nice picture uh, rather than a masterpiece. But yeah, you know, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a movie. Uh, but yeah, yeah uh, uh, but one this, hell of a movie. But this movie, all right. So so let's get into it. Uh, to 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 Godzilla raids again. So yeah, no. Tell please, Wyatt. Uh, just tell me everything. Uh, wh- wh- what are you thinking about this thing? Because uh, because we both watched it this week, and yeah, uh, I feel like there there are thoughts that maybe not very many deep thoughts, but there's there are right. thoughts swirling in this conversation right now. So so please have at it. So the first thing that uh, kind of caught me off guard, and this is speaking generally across the movie, but we're going to start right. Uh, just right off the bat at the beginning, is that the soundtrack is just strikingly different from the original. Yes. Uh, yeah. The original had this very like foreboding and like uh, almost cacophonous intro with this scraping metal and the like screaming Godzilla and the stomping in the background, like everything. It felt like, oh fuck, impending doom is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the soundtrack throughout the rest of the movie was this very, uh, very foreboding atmospheric music, um, very little like upbeat music in it. Whereas this feels like right off the bat that the soundtrack is way more B movie. Uh, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it definitely puts it in a place that's different from the original movie, like in your mind right away. Yeah, uh, whatever expectations you have about this film, I think, get dashed pretty quick, uh, because it, it very quickly it feels like it's something completely different. Like it is not, it this is not Godzilla. This is, uh, I mean, it's still Godzilla, but it's not it's not the Godzilla you know from the original movie. Yes, uh, if you know if that was the first one you'd seen. If we're talking about context, uh, this is definitely more in line with, uh, you know, kind of just more of a regular uh you know b movie monster movie type thing and uh yeah but it's not bad at it though is the thing that really that really jumps out at me though is that like it's it was still 
really entertaining. So, I mean, it's got pacing problems, but it's, um, it is really good. I mean, fuck. I mean, honestly, one of the things that struck me really quick is that, um, you see Godzilla fast, like, like, immediately. Yeah, oh, yeah. like it, it, it's, it's within the first like five minutes and it's like a really, it's not even, it's not even like the, the first movie where it's like a glimpse of Godzilla. It is, uh, you see him and then there's another monster and then they're fighting and you're like, oh, wow. That like, like, so it gives you, I feel like if you only went there for the fights, right, you got what you wanted already. Yeah. And then you were going to get more. So, uh, it's satisfying in that way. If we're, you know, if you're just kind of got, got more of the, the, uh, the kind of <laughs> monkey brain, just kind of like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, monster fighting, yes. And so, so, uh, uh, and that definitely comes, comes into play, uh, yeah. very fast. And I, again, uh, also just in general, the, 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 uh, the movie's a lot more upbeat at the beginning too yeah uh, yeah it's yeah it's a lot more upbeat like all throughout it like the soundtrack sets the mood well uh because yeah. it does feel like okay this movie is not the same as that other movie and then throughout it like there is this idea of you know uh it is as dark and moody as the original in some ways but like not really because like the the city that gets completely demolished is yeah. Osaka this time. Like it gets fucked up harder than Tokyo did. Right. Uh, like it's like literally no buildings are left standing uh, by the end of it. These guys just fucking go they, to town. They raised it. Yeah. It's completely yeah. gone. Yeah. Yes. So, but then you have the characters kind of resolving to be like, well, you know, this isn't the end of the world. We can kind of pick ourselves back up and uh, move somewhere else and continue living. And, like, that philosophy is kind of throughout the whole movie of, like, oh, this is, like, Godzilla, but not as bad. Well, you know? yeah, like, I think the big thing uh, that I'm kind of going with with this movie that's, like, my takeaway uh, is the fact that this is much more broad in terms, uh, in, in how it's displaying Godzilla. Yes, Godzilla shows up. Angerus is there. They fucking fight, and it's like mm -hmm. uh, we'll get to the fight. I I really want to get to the fight because I have a really good yeah, comparison we'll... for it. But uh, yeah. uh, but they they fight, and then the city's gone. But uh, no, and, and then it moves on. It's like yeah, no, we'll be fine. We'll 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 go on ahead. We'll just move somewhere else. You know, uh, uh you know, because the the whole movie revolves around this fishing company, which is very, mm -hmm. very apt. And really clever. That's a genuinely clever script thing. Because yeah. uh, they're kind of carrying off of the people that were first affected by Godzilla in the first movie. And they are kind of just the protagonists of this movie. are just fishermen, basically. Uh, and people associated with fishermen and work for fishermen. But um, what you don't get in this movie is the zooming in on the people during the destruction. You do not get the woman... Uh, uh, telling her children that they will all be going to heaven today. You do not get children crying over their mothers as they're being wheeled away. You do not get uh, 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 like like newscasters narrating their own death. You don't get that stuff because that stuff again they skip over it. It's like it did happen, but you don't see it, and therefore yeah. it doesn't affect the mood of the movie because the mood of the movie was 
damn, that was a cool monster fight. Oh, bummer. The city's gone. And then, and then, and then you know, it's it's a very different yeah. feeling than the, the monster's attacking the city and everything is going to hell. This city is doomed. Like, it's not that feeling. It's, it's, more, yeah. of an, it's more of a, oh, bummer. The city is destroyed. And then the people are like, oh, bummer. But hey, we'll, we, we have a plan B. We'll be fine. We're humans. We can deal with it. And I kind of feel like that that is really fitting, too, because this is the second Godzilla movie. They've been through Godzilla before. They acknowledged the first movie. Yeah. Like, like, like there's like, well, we were we survived it once. We're going to do it again. Hmm. So, so, so it's it's this whole thing. We're like, hey, this is the second movie. So the second movie's able to do that. Uh, which which I I do appreciate. I think that is yeah. actually kind of smart on their end. It's not as satisfying. It doesn't feel like the first Godzilla movie, but it is a take. It's a it, it is definitely a, a take for a second movie. That again, it, it's not as deep and involving as the first, but I don't think it's necessarily worse. I think it's worse for different reasons and not because of just simply what it is. Yes. Um, so yeah. I think that uh, it's interesting to point out that there was, like, on one of the commentaries, mm-hmm. um, somebody pointed out that it could, and I don't agree with this necessarily, but it is at least worth pointing out, that it could be seen as a, a metaphor for the second atomic bomb right. in Japan, where it's like, oh, they already suffered from the first one, so they know about this uh, second one. However, like, I don't know, both were about the same amount of horror. Yeah, uh, right, yeah. This one is decidedly less horrific in, like, the way it's presented. Like, yeah. uh, the actually, the things that are happening on screen and the w- information conveyed to you through the actual cinematography are completely different. Yeah. Uh, in that, like, very similar to how there is no... Uh, Ultraman or Sentai series really that has people screaming in terror as like the robots are stomping throughout the city and fighting, you know, uh, like, cause that's not the priority. Yeah. Uh, the priority is look at this cool fight and these miniatures. Right. And, and, and that's, that's all about like that, that, that is the, that is the use of the language of film. It is, yes. there, it is the priorities of the directors and the associated people producing the movie and what they want to show you because everyone making something making a piece of art is trying to convey to you a message or a worldview so again that's not being ishiro honda and this being more motivated by money this this is a more positive more kind of again like like this is a movie to give people what they want not what they need it's not medicine like the first yeah. movie kind of is you know it, it, it's it, it's, it's like a lollipop it, yeah it's a lollipop you know you stubbed your toe and so it's like yeah well it'll be better you'll get over it and so again not saying that you know anything of that scope in the, of destruction is you know is comp- comparable to stubbing your fucking toe but right, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of something it's it's the movie's attitude towards it that's yes. kind of it's it's much different it's much different yeah so this you heard it here this is the stub toe of godzilla movie yeah um, yeah <laughs>
<laughs> but uh, I do want to talk about something regarding that, and that I think that one of the reasons why this movie's tone is such, because there are moments that are like dark or haunting or beautiful, uh, yeah. in the same way that the original are, is it's just fucking weirdly paced. Yeah. It, so like yeah. it starts. Yeah, you see Godzilla really quickly, but like most of the beginning of the movie is just like this kind of boring scene of a guy flying and then like, oh shit, my airplane's fucking up. I gotta go land it. Uh, and this happens for like 10 minutes. Right, and he doesn't crash. So yeah, like, so it's, it's like it's like any tension is just like, oh, okay, well that was fine. <laughs> it, was just, it wasn't like, oh my god, I'm going down, guys! Like, I know that's not realistic, but like... No, no, but he's just like, oh man, shucks, my, my plane's being a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there's a female uh, character is of whom... Look, we're not even going to bother with the characters' names this time. I'm sorry about the Ogata thing. Um, <laughs> right? But, <laughs> but <Yeah>. this time, <laughs> they are not... The characters are more important broadly, like we said before. Like, the whole movie works better broadly, which is why we're not talking about it really in a linear way. Yeah. Uh, but, like, really, the pacing is, like, you have that. Oh, and then there's Godzilla and Angrius. And that's like, oh, shit. Exciting moment. And then you have like the the kind of moody the equivalent to the planning the war scene uh in the previous movie where it's like this is like a oh man he's bringing up this idea of godzilla to the the people and they're like no 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 we can't let this get out because it will rock the boat too hard and we do not want the rest of the world bearing down on our throats we just got out of this serious conflict right this is more like yamane's there from the first movie oh uh, god is he ever it, and then the second he showed up, you know, we both laughed because he's just so goddamn depressed. <laughs> he looks horrible. He's just like, like no, like, it, it has to be seen to be believed. You have to watch this movie just to see, like, at somewhere around ten minutes into the movie, the, the, the pan over and the reveal of Yamane and the face he's making <laughs> whenever they're just like, Professor Yamane, do you have anything to help us? You were you were there for the first one. And they just like, pan fuck, over dude. and he's just like, dude, of this Godzilla shit, man. I I don't know, dude. Like, is it, and he just tells me, he's like, fuck, man. I, 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 I <laughs> nothing worked. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. one thing that worked is gone forever now. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. So it's funny that that scene is also like, it's, it has a lot more stretching. It has a lot more like, they, they go into detail about Angerus, like as if like. Like, he's, like, a character that has just been known since this yeah, point. Yeah, as if he had his own movie before this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they talk about, oh, yeah, no, he he tends to hate uh, these carnivores and fights against them to protect them. Like, what the fuck? How did you find out any of this from fossil records? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It, it's, and uh, I will say... Um, I feel like this is a really bullshit thing for people to say whenever they like are complaining about movies pacing or movies being paced slowly. But I will say this movie does feel padded out because it barely hits 80 minutes and there is a lot of, of just sitting there going, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. All right. And so That's... like, we like, you watch a lot of the first Godzilla in, in like one of those scenes where they're just like 
There's a scene where they're just like, all right, well, we have footage from the first Godzilla attack, and it's just footage from the original Godzilla. And they, and they <laughs> for sh- like a minute and a half, two yeah, minutes. Yeah, they show it for a while, and you're just like, yeah, I, I saw this movie like six months ago. It, I, I, I'm, I'm a Japanese person in the 1950s. I, we just saw this movie like a little bit ago, dude. Like, 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 yeah. like you know, like it's, it's, it's really hey, goofy. Yeah. Right. They need to cut corners because it was made in six months. Right. Yeah, they probably right. shouldn't have been. I, I'm not entirely sure if there was like a contractual obligation uh, for them to make it, but let's assume in good faith that there was some very good reason why they needed to make it in under six months. Uh, so there was some type of cu- time crunch. So you get things like that. Uh, but the pacing like goes beyond just like regular pa- uh, it goes beyond just regular padding. It's like there's an entire final act of the movie that I'm like, why is this here? Like it's it's nice in some ways. Like there's like a good there's like a good amount of closure uh, to like the characters. And like I said, they're not like amazing characters, but it's nice to kind of see these people suffer from this tragedy and then move on with their lives. Uh, but like the actual fight with Godzilla and Anguirus, uh, which we'll talk about soon, like is the second act of the movie. And then from that point on, it's like the third act is them in Hokkaido uh, after they've moved, they're hanging out, drinking, having fun. And then they get news that Godzilla's just hanging on. They're like, we better go kill him. And yeah. he's not doing anything. He doesn't seem to be encroaching in on, their territory or trying to fuck them up again no uh, yeah they just find like a small island that's and he's in a valley in an island and then for like the rest of the movie they're just firing missiles at him and at the mountains and he's yeah. standing completely still just swatting at you know uh planes that are going by and like yeah it kind of uh, struck me that Maybe movies like this are the reason why Godzilla movies are kind of like laughed at in some ways. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh like once again, I know we're dogging on this movie very hard. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's a bad movie. There's a lot of good things about it. Uh yeah. and we'll talk about them very soon. Yeah. But I think that the kind of cheapness of everything, uh, you know, the infamous scene where they're hovering over and you can see Godzilla from the top and he's just completely standing still uh, which was apparently supposed to be a wind up toy moving but that looked so silly that they're like no 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 we're just going to have him stand there which doesn't look any better they could have just cut that shot out of the yeah. entire <laughs> uh, yeah it but doesn't look good there, there's a lot of cheapness to it there's a lot of like uh, you know unnecessary like this doesn't need to exist ness to it uh, it feels so perfunctory in a lot of ways. It feels like so padded out. And so like the human drama is just not that compelling or not as compelling as the original, which yeah. yes, is a high bar to strive for, but it was also the first one. So like, even if ones going forward, aren't going to be as good as the original, you know, you have yeah. movies like Mothra, uh, which we'll get to soon. Uh, which have really good human characters, not as like dramatic as the original, but they're still interesting human plots. Yeah, and, like Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. But uh, but, uh, but this yeah. one, yeah, like like yeah, that that the whole airplane sequence, like there's, uh, there's a key character that that uh that you know does a kamikaze maneuver and kills himself, and uh, it's unfortunate, but I felt like 
nothing towards it. I was just like, yeah, yeah okay, that guy really did do that. Uh, and I don't know exactly why, because like again, because it doesn't, it didn't seem like it affected anything. Because he did that, and it wasn't the final thing that like, ah, yes, Godzilla's he's trapped now and stuff. Like no, yeah. like he does that, and then there's like twenty more minutes of them like, yeah, fucking like like just bombing the shit out of Godzilla in this mountaintop to try to like get an avalanche to happen to like trap him. Uh, it, it's. It's really goofy. Uh, like, my actual note here says, man, they really just, just shoot at him for 40 minutes. <laughs> and, 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 and obviously, that's way over-exaggerating. The movie yeah. is, like, the movie's 80 minutes total. But it is yeah. a long last 20 minutes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, no. I, I, think the, I think the epilogue, or not epilogue, but the third act, I like the idea of it. I think it's a cool story idea to skip in time. But I feel like it completely breaks with the flow of the movie in a way that doesn't feel satisfying. Uh, even if there are a lot of scenes that, like, you know, I don't particularly care for the human characters in this film. But uh, the, the I really loved the scene in the, like, big, you know, uh, uh, the, the party that they were having. And it, it, they're having the party in, like, the most comfy place ever. And oh, it's, yeah. like, it's, like, That's just really, scene. it's really sweet. And uh, it's actually, like in terms of human like interaction and stuff it's actually like really well like put together where like there are people going in and out of like two different rooms different parts of the party and stuff and like and then stuff happens you know that they're warned about godzilla and then like the two parties like converge after after some time of just being like two different things they flip back and forth to uh it's it's really well put together but uh but yeah no if once godzilla once they like really roll to like this whole revenge plot against godzilla which again he's not really doing anything he's just kind of hanging out uh you know yeah. just, just being himself he's just having fun he's just having fun you know he's just wanted to, he just wanted to go and like get his sled and just roll down some snow or whatever you know just do yeah. whatever the fuck he wants and like and they're just going over there and just fucking raining on his parade fucking throwing bombs at him and shit that's not cool yeah but like uh and they do it for a really long time and you really just stop caring after a while and it sucks because I think it's a really, really cool idea that they kind of just don't really capitalize on as well. Uh, but yeah. I would. Uh, but uh, did you have anything else to say about the third act? Oh well, yeah. I guess the only last thoughts that I had yeah. uh, were like, yes, I believe that that the introductory part, uh, which does feel like an epilogue. I, I was literally like, oh, okay, this movie's winding down. I picked up my, my remote and checked how much time there was left in the movie, and then it was. 20 minutes or so and i was like what in god's name is going to happen it's yeah <laughs> you know and, and and then the other thing that i want to point out is that i think it would have been a more powerful move to just leave like to let sleeping dogs lie you know to uh like they've moved on godzilla's there they have their chance at revenge but to them it's not personal like everything that happened it was more like oh yeah he fucked up the city but we the viewers were not zoomed in on any part of, of osaka we did not see it as intimately as we saw tokyo so we didn't have this connection of like oh my god this thing's a monster it needs to be stopped uh but there was a lot of like tragedy because godzilla wasn't doing it unprompted uh there was like a lot of human involvement that caused that so it was this morally gray tangled thing that made it so like 
delicious to chew on in your brain. Uh, whereas this here is just like, uh, like he destroys the city and that sucks. And then they move and they're just having a good time. They hear about him. They want to go kill him for like no reason. They do like a heroic sacrifice, just like the first movie, but it's not really of any import. Like we said, it, uh, it doesn't even really deliver the final blow. It's just this, the, the kind of the halfway marker of the scene where they're barraging Godzilla with missiles and dumping ice on him. And then, yeah, it, it just kind of ends and it just feels like not a lot was accomplished. Like it really, truly, you can see that as good as parts of the first and second act are, uh, and even the beginning of the third act, people leaving the theater were probably pissed off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This this was just not as good and not as satisfying in a lot of ways. And it feels like if Godzilla truly was supposed to be like this representation of this representation of the anger of Japan uh, in some ways of in him, like destroying the infrastructure of Tokyo and uh, destroying like this building that represents like the government that sent them up to war to die. Yeah. And that him dying is like this tragic thing because I feel sympathy for him. Then, like them just callously going to kill Godzilla seems like a huge slap in the face to those people. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It, it's um, you you kind of led to this earlier, but like no, yeah. It, I I think I think it really would have been a much more powerful move to just have them have the opportunity and be like, hey, Godzilla, he's he's rumbling around and stuff like that, and and for them to be like, well. Uh, it's fine. We we can move on. So to actually yeah. turn down the chance to, to, like that would have been something. I feel I feel like that would have been meaningful in some way. That, that I feel like yeah. uh, they they kind of let up on just because they wanted to have a big explosive finale yeah. that really just doesn't deliver. Yeah, um, our boy yeah. Ag. He was like, "Well, I made all these planes. Yeah, I made so all these. Were... Yeah, I made all these model airplanes. So god damn it, get on it." Um, this is before Ultraman, this is before he could really, really go hard on oh, airplanes, yeah. but, uh, uh, Now that we're done being negative, there is a lot of parts of this movie that I think deserve to be highlighted because they're really cool. Uh, and at first, I I do want to go to the big elephant, or rather two giant elephants, destroying a city in the room, and that is the fight between Godzilla and Anguirus. Yeah, I, I would say uh, the, the second act as a whole is really, really strong. Uh, there's a lot of tension there uh, uh, throughout, and we can get to, like, how they kind of build it up and everything, but no, this fight is is really good yeah. for a first fight uh, for the series. Um, yeah, the, 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 what, how, what are your feelings? What are your first impressions of this fight? Yeah, so with me, uh, I agree that like the setup and the payoff was done really well. Uh, so essentially they have this plan to not... They can't kill Godzilla, so they're just going to lure him away with some lights. Um 
that I guess they assume that he was awoken by the flash of the atomic bomb. Uh, I honestly can't remember if that was a thing established in the first movie. I thought it was just yeah. the giant explosion that awoke him up. But either I, I feel, way, I feel like it's one of those things that, that you can kind of just reason with either way. Yeah, yeah, stuff. that's like, what I'm like. like yeah. yeah, it's it's weird, but sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so their plan is to like get rid of all the light in Osaka and ask everybody who, to evacuate the second that they spot Godzilla. Yeah, and then they're going to like launch a bunch of uh, like light flash bombs in the air and uh, slowly lead Godzilla off the shoreline, and it actually does work. Like this plan is working, and uh, like it is a very like tense and atmospheric scene, very much like would be in the original movie. Yeah, and there's a couple like visual things they do here that are really great. Like I I really love, uh, I I just think the the scene uh, where we have our main characters in like the big ballroom dancing for a while is like, uh, that's like a really beautiful scene. Uh, but my favorite shot in the movie and the one that jumps out to me the most is uh, whenever they first launch those, those light bombs and uh, uh, Godzilla like just looks up at the sky and just kind of like, like marvels at them for a little while. It's like the most serene, most like weirdly sympathetic shot of Godzilla we've seen so far almost where it's like, it's just such a wonderful shot. Of, of, yeah. of him of him just looking up you know his teeth uh uh because like the suit is like kind of just goofy and stuff the teeth are like sticking out in all these different directions it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's amazing though i love it yeah um uh, and um and also uh, uh in 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 a scene in, in a sequence i feel like we should definitely cover with the prisoners uh yes uh, I, I was going to get to that yeah yeah them running around in the city that has no lights on uh th- that is really like in black and white it like completely carries over very well and just it looks really great uh the the, the, like just the way uh everything looks with all the lights off there's no neon there's no big bright lights or whatever because it's nighttime it's just pure just nighttime serene you know city that these people like empty city that these guys are running around in. it's really cool but uh yeah please take it away with the prisoner subplot which is yes. kind of which is a lot <laughs> yeah so basically uh yes yeah, so there's a, a subplot that happens that leads to like this ridiculous uh series of events uh that will eventually lead godzilla back to shore but what is going on essentially is uh there's some prisoners that are being hauled away that they basically just gang up on a police officer and then uh trick them into stopping the car and then they run out chaos like just breaks loose and immediately immediately i was like okay what the hell does this have to do with uh, the movie <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. When, you know uh so them they're running around you're like okay uh oh crap something's going to happen that will like cause some big to do that will uh, lead godzilla back and uh it, it's kind of like a contrived point right like it feels like a stronger screenplay would have thought of a better reason for this to happen, but it is a decent enough reason. And it is like a, a nice chaotic scene involving like, it's one of the few times we get to see like a real zoom in on like human characters and like, like some type of human drama. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I love it. I think uh, again, like that uh, being the centerpiece of it and stuff, I think the second act is like easily the strongest of the whole thing, just cause it's, it, it really, it's it's the main sequence of the movie this leading into the fight 
uh yeah. that happens and stuff is 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 the sequence of the movie that really causes the most like emotional like like i literally just went like oh god and put my hands on my head whenever they crashed this car into the into the the plant and then just blew up everything and then it's just like oh god and tur- godzilla turns around and it's just like well <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> yeah they made a bigger light yeah you know yeah it's, it's yeah great. and uh seeing uh later on the uh heroine of the movie um looking amidst the like fiery city uh as like this entire oil tanker area has just erupted into flame and alerted Godzilla, like, as a big flashing beacon to come and destroy them all. Uh, that is a very nice, like, here is part two of Godzilla's rampage about to start. And uh, then is when we get into the first fight, or the first real fight with Godzilla and Anguirus. And, oh boy, Anguirus, that is a good suit, despite how painful it looks. Yeah, it lo- it looks like a pain in the ass, just completely. Uh, uh, I love I love how lanky the arms and legs are, <laughs> so just because yes. it has like it has to be just a dude in there. But uh, <laughs> uh, but 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 no, um, I I was watching this and I was just like, uh, so it's a bit weird, it, like because uh, Godzilla, uh, because he has to fight something in this movie rather than just destroy what man has created. Uh, of man's hubris and so yes. uh, uh, he's not fighting man's hubris he's fighting another uh giant monster uh he um he has to be filmed just a little bit differently or at least that's that's how it was handled in this film uh so there's a bit more of a i, I think it's like it, it must be like a high speed camera or something yes or, or, or like yes yeah, so uh, originally yeah. uh Subaraya had intended them to uh like un- i think it was under crank the camera yeah um to give a slow motion effect so it was like these two titans oh that'd be cool yeah. however uh they accidentally overcranked the camera so it looked like sped up compared to uh what they expected and it looks a little bit unnatural but it definitely right. gives off the impression of like two dogs or something yeah each see, other. like yeah two dogs two cats but i would say and this is the most specific comparison and i know this is dumb and this is definitely me being southern uh oh. <laughs> coming through but have you ever seen two rabbits fight <laughs> because because <laughs> this is definitely gonna make it on whatever highlight reel of like funny moments in the show and stuff uh <laughs> no no okay look Th- this reminded me of whenever my i i had uh i have my friend that you also know and uh uh he had he used to have these two roommates and they had rabbits Okay. And their rabbits ended up fighting one day. Oh no! And it was the most horrifying shit I'd ever seen. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, it was. It, everything was okay. Nothing bad happened. It's just they got into a bit of a tiff. But for those like five seconds, I was scared, <laughs> and that was how I felt watching Godzilla and Anguirus go at each other. Yeah, uh, and... b- because uh, man, they, they really look like two ferocious animals. Yeah, um, just, yeah, just it's fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's like in the same kind of like, oh, these are ferocious animals, in that like one will like fuck one up, like bite and like go all crazy, and yeah. then like they'll stop for a second and then like just go right back, like no, I wasn't done with you, and then continue to like bite the shit out of them, yeah. uh, uh, and they're just like <laughs> wrecking this whole city by just 
they're not even like, oh, I punch you into a building or whatever, like knocking them down. They're just like moving around the city and it's just completely destroying it as they're like in this fucking like dust cloud, like a cartoon, you know, just yeah. like beating each other up. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you almost expect the like cat sound effect. Just, <laughs> is it just, just, yeah. So, and then I would be remiss if I didn't point out that this is the first time that like that specific tall pagoda building uh which is which is yeah. in osaka like an actual thing in osaka but yeah. that same model appears throughout the many movies in the series and gets destroyed just like all the time yeah. um my absolute favorite version of it is in uh king kong versus godzilla which uh, we'll get yeah. to when we talk about that movie yeah but for right now we are at the destruction count of one so keep that in mind right people. yeah one pagodas one pagodas uh destroyed um i yeah and uh, uh one thing that i really appreciate about this movie and again uh, i assumed this was a budgetary thing but maybe it wasn't because this, this movie had a way higher budget than the original godzilla so fuck that idea but um i got the impression and i thought this was cool again this probably wasn't intended but the the uh, the um the efforts to stop this and to stop Godzilla from approaching, uh, you know, there were the light bombs, but that wasn't nearly as extensive as what they doled out in the first film, uh, where where they had all the, they had this line of all these power lines and stuff, and they like they just did all this stuff to like just make sure Godzilla didn't fucking set foot here. Uh, and then they also did the, the depth charges. There's, it, it was a very multifaceted, multi-step thing, and I appreciated that Osaka had a very had a much simpler, much more scaled back approach because possibly there isn't as much infrastructure for for them as there was in Japan. So I kind of like that there was like kind of this this like this dichotomy of just like well how different places in uh, how different places in japan would uh, uh settle or or even you know uh deal with something like this you know with, with you know with, with using their own resources you know it, it's like comparing if godzilla showed up in you know la versus right. if he sh it versus if he showed up in like south carolina where it's yeah. like well fucking what the fuck does south carolina have <laughs> you know <laughs> to, yeah, exactly. to, to defend this up so uh so it, it makes sense to me on that level. I do not think that that's what Toho was going for, is maybe just that they just had different priorities. They had this whole other monster suit they had to pay for and stuff. So there's all, all this different stuff. But I thought it was uh, kind of interesting to be able to kind of read it in that way that, hey, you know, Osaka just wasn't able to deal with it nearly as effectively or as extensively as Tokyo. Uh, and uh, uh, they they kind of paid the price, but they also got shit on way more just because uh, the city's gone completely. And also yeah. there were two monsters. Godzilla had someone else also. Yeah. Uh, and but, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. So that that's are all. That is a good point. Like I, I thought that as well. That the idea of uh, there being like oh this is immediately going from water to city yeah. instead of like uh, he encroached on land to get to tokyo so there was a lot more lead time that they could try to stop him before he yeah. got there and like he eventually made it to tokyo bay but he didn't approach from tokyo bay he uh yeah he approached from odo island yeah um 
and uh but but yeah the the ending of this fight though is uh, i think it should be legendary yeah because uh godzilla kills the absolute shit out of angerus <laughs> angerus gets killed so hard he he bites his neck real real bad and like makes him bleed which is something you'll see a lot of in Ultraman, if you guys watch that show, please watch my <laughs> review on it, uh, or my video on it. I don't like to call them reviews. But uh, but uh, uh, if you watch my video on Ultraman, you'll see a lot of that. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, the, the, much like, you know, Red King and Ultraman, all the Godzilla just fucking just takes a big old bite and blood starts streaming down Angerus's neck, and then, uh, uh, and then, and then he, Angerus just kind of falls off and is just on this little little uh, uh, i guess this shallow part of water and then godzilla's like all right that wasn't enough though he, he, he bit his he bit his neck like the yeah. dude is dead he can't breathe and then godzilla goes and then just 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 atomic breaths him and just sets him on fire and, and yeah. then and then he's done like, all right like, done like, with that yeah this is such a fucking violent ass like like death uh so that's easily the highlight of the movie yeah it's just that and, whole section yeah yeah so i know it's a little bit shallow maybe yeah. that our favorite parts of the movie are just the cool monster fight and as we go forward in the series i want to make it very clear that we are not just about the cool monster fights okay no nope. no we're, way. we're here to yeah. tell you about the other good parts of the movies however this is truly the highlight of the movie most of the time the the big monster encounter is the highlight uh, but it's worth talking about the other good things and we've talked about you know that there are other great moody segments or like there's good right. character moments uh interwoven throughout but as far as uh like overall talking about the movie i think that we've set our piece i'm not sure if there's really anything else yeah to go there, over. i was actually also gonna say i think that that is kind of all i personally have to say on this movie yeah. uh but uh it, it is really enjoyable though i would say again it's 80 minutes it's like one of the shorter movies that i can think of in the whole catalog yeah. and uh it's it's a short it's short for movies in general because you want to shoot for 90 and this one's 80 uh so uh, I would still say it's very worth a look. Uh, I feel like you, you know, some people might be able to get more out of it than than we did, but it's, it wasn't like we got nothing out of it. I really, uh, uh, whenever I say I like the second act, it's really not just the monster fight. It is all the people all it, stuff. Yeah. Like, like it's it's really strong for that second like thirty minutes. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just stuff on either side of it that kind of just get kind of weird or like kind of overlong. But uh, yeah. Overall, yeah, I think that's Godzilla raids again. I think I think we've done it again, a, yes. the third time. We've discussed a monster. We've discussed yes. two monsters now. We have um, now discussed all not all monsters, but monsters plural. Uh, yes. At least, so we're getting there. We're soon <laughs> going to discuss all monsters, but that right. will be over the course of however long we decide to do this. Uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah. all of the movies up through the the Reiwa era. Yes, good old Reiwa. Uh, uh, yeah. We're in it, folks. Oh, uh, yeah. Reiwa's here to stay, baby. <laughs> it's not going it's, anywhere. <laughs> it's Reiwa's world, and we're living in it. So <laughs> you better yeah. watch out. You better watch out, man. But uh, but yeah, no, and uh, I I think that's Godzilla raids again. Uh, Wyatt, um, I don't really know if you introduced yourself in this, but where can the good people find you? Please talk about your things uh i want to hand it to you to to close this one out 
Yes, so I am Wyatt. I am the uh, co-host of this fine podcast. And uh, you can find me at Twitter at W-A-Z-P Ranger. So WASB Ranger at Twitter.com. And uh, basically, I just post my stream of conscious thoughts. I uh, talk about cartoons. I talk about uh, tokusatsu, just video games as well. You know, just random crap. It's not really a uh, business Twitter. It's more of a of just a personal Twitter. But if you want to hear my thoughts on things or you want to see funny images sometimes, then uh, go on Twitter. Where else you can find me is I, I host the YouTube show called It's Only Magic. Um, it is a exploration and opinion piece slash video essay uh, series about cartoons. Right now, there's a few episodes out. I won't say which episodes, but there is at least one about OKKO uh, that is, I think, very good, even if it is my first video. So if you want to kind of learn about the connection between OKKO, okay uh, the Cartoon Network show and anime like how do they cross over what is the deal with modern uh cartoons having so many anime references what's what's going on if you want to kind of learn more about that hit that video up got a lot of interesting things to say and i got a lot more interesting things to say coming up uh if you want to give me a little bit of money I have a, a coffee account that is also under its only magic. It's more of a tip jar than anything, but it is there. If you just if you just want to leave me a dollar and say, "Hey, you go, kid, you deserve this." So, Nikki, where can they find you? Yeah, uh, uh, I I do a channel called Explode When Defeated. You might be watching this podcast on that channel right Ooh. now. If you just if you just click the the words "Explode When Defeated" under uh or or around the video that you're watching uh you will be able to access a, a whole cavalcade of, of of reviews about tokusatsu productions by uh toei or subaraya either either one uh and yeah so so i also have a patreon and uh, uh it is also kind of more of a tip char thing there's a one and a five dollar tier and uh, a one thousand dollar tier that is a joke and if you <laughs> and if you really do go for that you're a legend and also i won't believe you and and i'll fucking like and if you and if you <laughs> cheat me out on that shit and you fucking draw back then i'm going to kill you yeah but but, but uh uh, uh it, it's a really risky joke but i think it's really funny and i'm not gonna take it down yeah. uh but but i feel like that that patreon is kind of constantly in flux at the moment so uh I, I'm trying to put out a bunch of writing on there and stuff, but we'll see what happens and stuff. But just consider it a tip jar, uh, in that in that you're just kind of uh, uh, giving me just a pittance for uh, every month to to continue what I'm doing. What what you will get out of it is more videos and uh, your name in the credits of exploding defeated episodes, and you'll get this podcast a week early and my videos one day early because those are a lot more unpredictable. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, so just uh, you know, consider that if you want uh, any anything that you give, just makes the show uh, any amount of shows got uh, exploded and defeated this or whatever else I decide to do bigger and better, and uh, you'll be helping me out there, and I really do appreciate it. 
But uh, yeah, so you know, if, if you want to check out the channel, uh, please do. I would suggest either start with the Kuga or the Ultraman video. Uh, or uh, if there's a newest one, just you know, look at that one. Or just look at whatever uh, interests you. Uh, there might be a Tokusatsu recommendations video that you might want to check out if you've only seen Godzilla movies and you're just watching this just for the Godzilla stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think that's kind of all I'm about. Oh, actually, no. My Twitter is at uh, anti underscore laser. Uh, uh, it is, uh, you know, a kind of a dumb handle, but it is uh, where I post my, uh, my also stream of consciousness thoughts about uh, assorted media and uh, uh, where I talk about just a bunch of bullshit or I retweet fan art and uh, not a, not my fan art but you know like mother three fan art or something yeah uh, so you know if that sounds fun to you or if you want my hot takes on new episodes of TV tokusatsu shows then definitely uh, follow that because you will not get it in video form for years so <laughs> if you want to know my thoughts on Ryu Soldier or or Common Rider, uh, uh, you know from this week, then please go there because I will not be doing current stuff anytime soon. But yes, that is where you can find me. That is where you can find Wyatt. And you found this show, watched it, hopefully enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, hopefully this is also on different uh, platforms. I, I'm figuring that out. But yes. Yeah. We don't worry. This is a kind of uh, fly-by-night type thing. Yeah. But join us next time for episode four when we talk about Rodan, the flying monster. See Rodan. you there. Rodan! Yeah, see ya.